If you've been rocking with your boy since day one, then you know why I'm excited for this week's edition of the Out of Bounds Podcast. <laughs> It's episode 45 of the Out of Bounds podcast. The big three is not in full effect quite just yet. Our boy Noah also is having some technical difficulties. Hopefully we can get him back on throughout this episode in some way, shape, or fashion. But if not, you're rocking with your boys, the dynamic duo of Liddell, the fashion. So, and my guy, the man in the middle, Mr. Donnie. Do not call me Donnie Wilkins. How you feeling, bro? Look, it, I, I've been very distant in uh, the group chats. I've uh, been posting a lot of pictures, sightseeing, taking reflections. Yeah, like, I'm like, bro, like, what the fuck is going on? Until we do it again. I had to step away from sports for a use while. Using your Pisces energy heavy. Yeah. Today, bro. Yeah, it was uh, Dope ass photography, though. I'll give you that. Yeah, shout out. Shout out. Um, I, I shout was out just, to who? You? Yeah, shout out to me. You know, all right, all right. Like, like, say that, bro. Self like, talk. Self talk. Like, like, I'm trying to give you. I'm trying to give you your flowers. You talk about shout out, like, uh, yeah, because I was trying to <laughs> think of like who am I shouting out, like, <laughs> hey, bro. Well, um, I, I was. I'm. I'm. Sh- I'm not gonna say I'm shocked. I'm just like I don't like. There's nothing I could say to the people like in my text messages, group chats, and stuff like that, or who are clowning me. It's like I, I can't defend myself because if you follow me, you know I post that um that barstool clip every single like the time. So- <laughs> the the Sixers anthem. You know what? Hold on. Before we go any further, let's get into it. This is Danielle Lee, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna give you yeah. the floor, bro. So I was just like, there's, there's no words. I mean, in my heart of hearts, like deep down, I knew we weren't going to win the the ring. (laughs) I'm just being honest, like deep down. I I, I think I can say that for everybody in Philadelphia. We, there was no chance. The fact that we acquired James Harden's like two months um, into uh, the post, well, until the uh, regular season ended, showed all that we need to know. Um, the scene wasn't ready. Um, and with the coaching that Doc Rivers was doing during this series, it, it was, I mean, he should be fired. But I was listening to the press conference, the exit interview. Um, they, they said some good things that I liked, and they said some bad things. I do like that uh, Tyrese Maxey, our star point guard, actually reached out to Doc Rivers the night that we lost to uh, Miami Heat and um, was crying, trying to get back into the gym. But Doc Rivers, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, decided to, like, blow him off and say, hey, wait a week, like, take some time off and get your mind right and stuff like that before you start heading back in the gym. Um, I think that's the wrong advice. Yeah, there's a lot of... Like, I will just say, like, okay, maybe he's emotional, stuff uh, like that, but... Nah, there, like, there's a lot of mixed reactions to that. Um, like that's something that MJ would do. That's something that Kobe would do. That's something that hell even Anthony Edwards is doing right now. You know? Yeah, Kobe would be in the gym that right after the game, still like on the court. Um, so that's what said. Um, the one thing I didn't like was Daryl Morey informed uh the press that uh Doc Rivers will be the head coach going uh forward next season. Um, I mean. It, it it is what it is, but so, so who do you want? All right, because before we went live, mm-hmm. well, not live, live, but y'all know what I'm talking about. But before we went on air, you mentioned to me that okay, who else who's out there? But you just said that y'all said that Doc Rivers is coming back. So, who would you like to see in that head coaching seat? I don't know. I mean, the, the way I feel is it's less about the coach. And more about the players. That's always been my philosophy. Um, the coach is not on the court playing the game, more so directing it, but not on the court, not mm. taking the shots. Um, and I, I know we disagree on this uh this uh take many times, but that's what I believe. Um 
Can I be an old hand for a second? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but um, uh, let, let me get back in here. You mentioned that okay, it's more about the players rather than the coaches. Mm-hmm. I I disagree with that for this for the simple reason. The Chicago Bulls in the early late eighties, early nineties. Mm-hmm. Prior to Phil Jackson, Doug Collins was the head coach. Right. And they could not get past the Pistons. Mm-hmm. Basically, it was just MJ, 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 MJ does everything. There was no offense. Basically, like the offense basically flowed through MJ. Toss the ball to MJ, let him yeah. go. Then here comes Phil Jackson. He implements the triangle offense, the Bulls three-peat, and then Joy comes back around again, and they three-peat again. So I'd say that to say that coaching matters. Same thing, go with the Lakers. Prior to Phil Jackson coming in to coach Shaq and Kobe, you had Dell Harris, who was the Lakers head coach. And that Lakers team won 60-plus games in 1998. You had Shaq, Kobe, Nick Van Exel, Eddie Jones. That was the squad. Elder Campbell. What did they do? They got rid of Nick. They traded Nick Van Exel. They traded Eddie Jones. Oh, the camera, I believe, left. Mm-hmm. Derek Fisher became starting point guard because the triangle offense, you don't necessarily really need a point guard. You, most of the point guard just like a, need a, a defensive specialist. Uh, excuse me, a defensive specialist or a three-point shooter. All right. What do the Lakers do? They three-peat. You know, let's go to the Detroit Pistons of the early 2000s. Rick Carlisle was the head coach. They, could, they couldn't get to the finals. And here comes Larry Brown. They won the championship his first season as the head coach. Fast forward, 2005, Stan Van Gunny was coaching the Miami Heat. They fell short to the Pistons in the Eastern Conference Finals. A year later, Pat Roddy takes over as the head coach. Same team. They right. won the championship. So I'll say a most recent example, Sundays, that you don't have to be our old heads. I said, because this is part of your generation. Even though we're only three years apart, so – I don't know why I'm doing all this, but uh, <laughs> like I'll make I'm aging myself ten years, with right? This <laughs> but um, Mark Jackson, head coach of the Golden State Warriors, he basically he said that Steph and Clay was the greatest shooter backcourt of all time before they even had the resume that they have right now. Mm. What 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 happens? Oh yeah, good example. Yeah. Yeah. They make the playoffs, but here comes Steve Kurt. Draymond Green becomes starting power forward because under Mark Jackson, Draymond Green was just like a 15, 20 minutes per game role player. He didn't really have much of a of a role in, in this year, the offense and all that. It was Steph Curry under Mark Jackson. What do they do? They won championships, break the at record, the single season um, record for wins in the season. So I say I have to say coaching matters, bro. So I disagree with you there. I just want to come in and say that. So I'm going to let you get back to Daniel Lee. We're going to give you two more minutes to land this point. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um, it, It's the same. Like, you could draw up the greatest play like you, Liddell, and give me the ball with, like, 10 seconds left in the game or what have you. Who Whose fault is it? Is it is it more so the coach or is it me because I didn't hit that shot? I, I think that's where I see it from. Um, The Sixers have, for five years, have failed to reach – the conference finals and I'm I'm starting to look inward and take off my rose colored glasses of my diehard <laughs> red, white, and blue colors. And I'm, I'm starting to see that there's a problem with the pieces that we are acquiring. And I do like that. Daryl Morty has said that he is looking to acquire another guard. Now, whether that is um, Damian Lillard or uh, who else is out there as star? Um, w- well, let me say that whether it's Damian Lillard, because I can't think of any other star that's going to be on free agency. Um, I-, I do think we need another guard, but I don't think that James Harden is the problem. And I feel like that's it, that's all I gotta say. I mean, it's, we lost, we sucked, I we're can't... trash. <laughs> I-, I got a lot to say to that. First of all, Damian Lillard is not a free agent. He's not a free agent. So basically, you'll be traded for Damian Lillard. In regards to the free agent market for guards, Donovan Mitchell. Well, he, he's going to New York, I think. Bradley Bill, if he opts out. Bradley Bill, that's the name I couldn't think of. It's escaping. And, and then James Hart. But my thing is this you have Maxi. Mm. 
you know, I'm assuming Hart is gonna opt in. I'm assuming he's gonna opt. Yeah. In. Where's the other guard gonna come in at? I, That's I would guards right resort. there. I oh, what? Max is gonna be a six man. Hell yeah! Why not? I I do love him as a star, as our star point guard going forward. But I mean, we have to. I I have to not be biased as this much as I this love this. Ain't two K, bro. This ain't two K. <laughs> I mean, we, 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 <laughs> exactly. Look, I just no, got to just playing two K. <laughs> So I'm still in that mode. I, I I started making changes real quick. <laughs> Man, I got like an 88 overall point guard, 85 <laughs> overall shooting guard. I get a 96 overall. But um, we have to win a championship within the next two years. I agree. Do um, I think it's gonna happen? Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen because um, the Celtics are still young. Tatum and Brown not in their prime just yet, and that's scary. And this is a third, and this is a third conference finals appearance in what five years for the Bucks or no for the Celtics? Yeah, Giannis and the Bucks ain't going nowhere. Nope. And they basically they went to seven games without Chris Middleton, who's essentially their closer. The Atlanta Hawks, I'm assuming they're gonna bounce back. They're young. The, they're they're young. They're not the, ready yet. The Brooklyn Nets say we say we're too well, but it was an injury riddle season. So they were they were not a true <sighs> seven seed. You know they got smart, but they were not a true seven seed. Are we gonna use that excuse for the past? I think we used that for the past three years. Ever since Kyrie and KD made well, we could throw James Harden in there uh before he came to Sixers. Um I remember, like, what, like, three, four years ago when everybody was saying, oh, the Nets are the team to beat. Like, the net, the Nets are the top dog. Oh, they're supposed to rival the Lakers in the East. Like, oh, the Nets is the city to be. And what have they done or shown for it? I'm, I mean, mm-hmm. let's call it what it is, a failure as of right now. It, it is. It is. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll say this. Over the past three years, the Philadelphia 76ers have done more than the Brooklyn Nets over the past three years since KD and Kyrie went to Brooklyn. I will admit that, but in terms of talent, there's not a more talented duo oh, yeah. in the East than KD yeah. and Kyrie. Of course. That's not K- what I'm saying. I, I, I'm saying we, we have to stop looking they, at They need a coach. They need a coach because – Steve Nash, I love Steve Nash. He's a, that's he's a, that's not what KD and man. Kyrie said. They said they don't need no coach. They were too big. They they was, they was just talking <laughs> shit. They were talking yeah, shit. they was just talking shit. Okay, but nah, they they need they need a coach. They need a coach. Okay. I I would hope that you know, like if Mark Jackson does not get the Lakers job, I hope that he at least get like the Brooklyn Nets job. Like he's from New York. You know, that's that's a great connection right there. You know, so get someone that either he wasn't like a true X's and O's type of coach, but I think he'd be much better than what Steve Nash is because Steve Nash basically has no offense whatsoever. So, yeah. I mean, they actually, they should never, they should never fire Kenny Atkinson. That that's what they fucked up at. They should never fire Kenny Atkinson. He was a good coach. Yeah, uh, but where where was I going with this? You basically try to build a two K roster. With all these damn guards. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but the first thing is, I, I, I think we have to trade Tobias Harris. Oh, for sure. And go from there. I, I just know, if there's any GM that I trust in the NBA, it's Daryl Morey. Like he brought his James Harden. I, I trust this man. And you also got rid of that um, Al Horford contract um, first weekend. Of, of the Sixers uh, GM position. So I, I trust him. He said he has a big star coming. He has some tricks up his sleeve. I trust him. Um, once the season starts, that's another I mean, thing. Daryl Morey, what has he done, though? I, to, I just said it. What has he done to give you all this confidence, though, as a GM? I, I just said it. His first weekend. I get uh, it. This, I get it. I get. He yeah, traded he, the biggest contract that we had. Yeah, yeah, he got, yeah he got rid of But where's Horford now? He's back in Boston. 
That's not and our it, problem. In the Eastern Conference Finals. And single-handedly won us a game against the Milwaukee Bucks. Is is this a question about what Daryl Morey has done for the Sixers? Or, like, are we I'll try to, to say what about Daryl Morey inspires all this confidence when he built that Houston Rockets team. He gave hard Chris Paul. Yeah. That didn't work. Getting Russell Westbrook. That didn't work. So it shows that he can acquire talent, big name talent, right? But yeah, he could acquire. Big, but but what has the playoffs shown you? Like these teams that are in the playoffs right now, still standing, are they necessarily the most? Are they stocked with talent outside of Golden State? Would no. we go say they drafted and developed that talent? No. Look at the Dallas Mavericks. You look at their roster. You play two K, right? Yeah. Are you playing two K twenty two? Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> I would oh, hope so. <laughs> okay, okay, so and I'm assuming you got the roster updates and all that, right? Yeah, yeah. That map, if you simmer, if you simmer my NBA mode or friend, whatever case may be, that Mavericks team ain't making the Western Conference Finals because you got mm-hmm. Lucas with 95 overall play and like a whole bunch of low 80s and 70s players. I mean, uh, th- there was a point where we could have said that the Sixers were homegrown. Um, that hasn't exactly been the case the last two years but bro um, the the age of stockpile of talent that is dead the miami heat yeah they have jimmy butler who in miami they ain't going nowhere yeah the miami heat they have jimmy butler yeah they brought kyle lowry and all but you know they are a well they are a well stocked team like i i like, agree with you a couple of years ago i would have been like hey like we don't need stars like we are we're philly like we got this that's not the case anymore. I am here to win a championship. I know the team is. Um, All we, we, we don't necessarily, we don't, I'm probably misspoke. We don't necessarily need another star. We need good role players. Yes, that's what you need. That's what like you need. our bench is trash. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I, I've held like this. This love and affection for uh, Furcon, um, Shake Milton, um, George Yang, uh, like all those guys on the bench. But now I'm I'm getting pissed off. Like now I'm mad. So we need to clean house. Like get rid of all the. Pl- we need quality shooters. We need people who are going to shoot. We need people who could be on the floor and handle the uh, the game while Embiid is out. So yeah. we don't have to take him out and worry about losing down 15 or what have you or whatever. This, this is what I suggest for Philly, that we're going to move on to another disappointment from the from these playoffs. Oh, God. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking Yes, sir. <laughs> but this is what I think Philly needs. I like Doc Rivers, but he's a coach that he makes excuses all the time. He's always filled with some type of excuse, always. He he did throw this excuse out. I can't remember what it was, but um, he was talking about his three one lead or some shit like that, and yeah. he started naming off all these teams. I'm yeah, like, talking about his teams. He, yeah, he like like he basically said things that a fan would say. Like he basically threw that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's exactly what I got from it. Look at if you if you look at this year injuries, look at this year and like come on, man. Y'all need a true X's and O's coach. I'll say this. Why not just elevate Sam Cassell to head coach? Why I not? honestly he's, don't know. He's been an assistant for the longest time. And I think back to Cleveland before Ty Lube was head coach at Cleveland and he left up to a chip. I forgot this European, this Turkish guy who was the head coach. The David Blood, that was the thing. Things didn't work out with him. What do they do? They elevate Ty Lube to head coach. And look what happens. Why not just do the same thing? You know, sometimes all you – sometimes – the best choice is the next coast over. Like looking at our team, um, one, two, three, four, five, you five, need five six, and a new voice ahead. Six, six of these guys were we traded for. Um, the rest are like homegrown or like the G League. Um, that I know no likes to hark on. Um. Yeah, I mean, look at Monty Williams. He was our uh, assistant uh, coach a couple of years back, and I never know that. Yeah, yeah, he was he was with us until he went to Atlanta, 
No, and Phoenix. Then Phoenix. No, but he had a, a brief stop in Atlanta. I know. Hold on. Let me let me look this up. Let me double check. Because sounds like you be giving. Sounds like you be giving some Chris Prasad. <laughs> so, so, so what? <laughs> some I what? got. To, I got Tutsot. You be like a, like Chris Prasad with your sources, man. Just throwing out like raw information. Monty Williams coaching career. Uh, yeah, you're right. He was the associate head coach for the Philadelphia 76ers. That is and, true. And did he not have a brief stop in Atlanta? No, he did not. All right, no, so I think I have somebody else here. Right, right after that, he went to Phoenix. I think you probably think of... Um, I don't know who you think. <laughs> we we had two assistant coaches, or maybe he was interviewing or something like that. Um, but I did see his name with uh, the Hawks. But um, yeah. Is we, it we no, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, I think he was being interviewed at that time before he went to the Suns. Gotcha. But um, yeah. We we yeah, I misspoke earlier. We don't need another star. Our our big three is right there. Um, we need. Role players. That's yeah, what we need. Y'all need shooters. Lockdown. Exactly. Lockdown, we need shooters. We had that with Stephen Curry, uh, Seth Curry. Said, oh, hopefully he joins back with the Sixers. Possibility. He was at the game, uh, game six. Could have been cheering on his uh, stepfather, but I highly doubt it. This <laughs> is <laughs> so. Maybe he loves the city. Um, JJ Reddick, if you're listening to this, uh, come home. Nah, <laughs> we nah, nah. We're going to see JJ Reddick fight Patrick Beverly before he sues up again. That man got a standing ovation when he was uh, the color uh, analysis uh, for the game, uh, game six. With JJ? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to JJ. He went to Duke. Duke is one of my favorite college basketball programs, and then featured the best player in the left in these playoffs. Now, actually, second best player left in these playoffs, and that's Jason Tatum of my Boston Celtics. You know, who's the best player left in these playoffs? Luka Doncic from my Dallas Mavericks. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I have two teams. Yeah, you wouldn't say, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm tripping. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Steph Curry. You think of Steph Curry? Steph Curry? No, no. I was thinking of somebody who. I had my teams mixed up. You're right. I was about to say Giannis, but <laughs> Giannis is gone. Exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, speaking of disappointments, let's get into our main topic of this week's edition of the Out of Bounds podcast. This, Chris Paul. This slander, man. Chris Paul. What have what do I always say about Chris Paul, Donnie? Can you remind the people? He's a choke artist. He's uh he's overrated, and I think some other stuff that you can't say. <laughs> yeah, some other stuff that we cannot say. You know, <laughs> just to just to comply with YouTube guidelines. So I present this question to you, Donnie. Yeah, and to you, our out of bounds listeners, to you, our Tuck fans. You're probably uh, going to get no argument from me. I'm just letting you know now. After that game. <laughs> should I, should, I, I should I should never have an argument because the proof is in the pudding with this guy. I'm tired of people talking about Chris Paul is the best leader in the NBA. I'm tired of people talking about Chris Paul is a winner. I'm tired of people talking about how Chris Paul is a class act and all that. Where he's one of the most dirtiest players in the NBA that gets away with a lot of fouls. Patrick Beverly was right about that. Patrick Beverly said that. Said that I mean, once you start pulling out Patrick Beverly, that. I think that just, I, I don't I don't necessarily need Patrick Berry to make because that man my argument. I don't, okay, right. I don't necessarily need Patrick Berry to make my argument, but okay. that's just the icing on the cake because Chris Paul's resume speaks for itself, or lack of resume, I should say, speaks for itself. The dude, he, he's always choking. He's like what he lost like his what his last five game sevens or something like that, the last three, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's like three and five all the time. So he has a losing record in game sevens. The man only been to the conference finals twice in his went past the conference finals twice in his career. The most recent was when he took the Suns to the let the Suns to the NBA finals. 
This year they won 64 games. Best regular season at Phoenix Suns history. And you lose to Luka Doncic, who's the best player left in these playoffs, a future league MVP, and a whole bunch of role players. No disrespect to Jalen <laughs> Brunson. No disrespect to Jalen Brunson, who's, who's gonna who's gonna get the bag. But He's bro, <laughs> you got Devin Booker who didn't show up. DeAndre A for whatever reason wasn't getting a lot of minutes. I mean, you got McCall who's in a defensive player of the year conversation. Yeah. You have Cameron Johnson who was in the run for six man a year. You got Landry Shamit who's a knockdown shooter. You got you Jay mentioned Crowder. Devin Booker. Yeah, Devin Booker. I okay. mentioned him. Who was MVP candidate? I'm sorry. What more do you need to win? Bro, what did I tell you? What did I say before the series started? I said I will cut my hair the Mavericks get swept. All, all, all I expected was for them to win a game. I was I was being a realistic fan. I said Dallas was losing five games. I had no idea it was gonna win the series. Yeah, I had no idea. And when and basically game seven, Luca Dodgers has many points by himself than the entire Phoenix Suns team in the in the after um the first half. He had 27 points by hats on Suns had 27 points as a team. That is embarrassing. And with Chris Paul supposed to be your leader, future Hall of Famer, this Multi-time all-star, one of the 75 greatest players in NBA history, the best leader in the NBA, and you cannot inspire your team? Like, bro, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? I know people – I know I always say that Chris Paul is overrated. Chris Paul, at this point, he's properly rated because he does what you expect him to do year in and year out, and that's true. And it's always – oh, yeah. yeah. It's all, oh. But you, well, you, can't, at, you, you so can't attack sorry. this man's uh, – I can I, I I can bro because he's 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 a phenomenal player. I'm not taking that away from him. Phenomenal, phenomenal player. Because we're we're looking at seven time all defensive first team, um, five time assist leader, five, six time steals leader. He's our regular season shit. He's great in the regular season. We get that. He's 36 years old, about to be 37. Okay, I give him that pass, but at the end of the day, like I'm just going by the media narrative about this dude, how he's a class act. Mind you, there's just several teammates that can't stand this motherfucker. Who? There's James Harden being one of them. Yeah. I believe he played with Patrick Beverly, if I'm not mistaken. When he did. You know, actually, no, he did not. Because Patrick Beverly was with the Rockets during before that trade, so they did not play together. So I'm I'm wrong in that. I'm wrong in saying that. So shout out to me for correcting myself. But um, Blake Griffin was another one who he had beef with. You know this dude just and but for some reason he gets this pass and being like this this media daughter, this class act. And then he nah, because because he's the point guard. And then he tried to and then he tried to and then he tried to play my man Jose Alvarado act like. Act like he didn't know who, who Jose, Jose Alvarado was. Well, Jose Alvarado, after that first round series against New Orleans, when New Orleans gave him run for their money as well, he Alvarado was like, I bet Chris Paul know who my name is, know who my know what my name is now. Then post game press conference, motherfucker act like he can't even say Alvarado. He's passive aggressive as fuck. I mean, he's Chris Paul. Do you want him to? The, um, last time I checked, Alvarado was a. I get a, that. I get walk on, right? I, I I get that. He's 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 undrafted rookie. All right, I so why the but fuck he, he locked him? Name? He locked him up though. Okay, get that well, get that what, man's props. What you want a, a cookie medal? Like what? Okay, okay. So you bring up Chris Paul accolades and shit. So what? He's supposed to get accolades. He's supposed to get a cookie for being all NBA, all NBA steals leader, assist leader, and all that shit. Uh, all yeah, if, if you did it. Uh, from 2011 to 2014, he was a still leader. Um, if you also was the five time uh, assist leader, then yeah, I mean his his resume speaks for himself. And I'm not, I'm not talking about his his playoff. You're record. right. I mean, you're we, right. No, 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 no. Let's. You're right. His resume speaks for himself. He, he's he's the point guy. He, he's I mean, the he's the Alex Rodriguez of the NBA just without a championship. Because A Rod um, was the consistent about A Rod. Oh shit. Ava oh. will always put these these staggering numbers in the record season, but come play all time outside 2009 as a Yankee fan, I appreciate that. So shout out to Ava for that. He led us to that World Series, but 
Outside 2009, A-Rod will always fall short in the playoffs. That's Chris Paul. He'll do great in regular season, but come playoff time, he's always going to fall apart. Either he's going to have some type of mysterious injury, some phantom injury, or he's just gonna, the pressure of the moment is going to get too be too big for him. It yeah, I agree with every that. Every single year. Happens every single year. Every single year. I mean, at this point, I, I think he's playing for a ring. Um, But if he doesn't yeah. win... He's still yeah. one of the greatest. And you know what? That's that's the question. That's the that's the question for has Chris Paul blown his wait. Dick, has, wait, what was the question? Can you read that? I'll try to make sure I got type on this. What you mean? Can I read it? Did, Did Chris, Chris Paul blow his yeah, last yeah, yeah, opportunity at a championship? Yes, yeah. Did he? I think he did. Did, I'm going to say no because you also said this um, last year, and they they went back to back uh, in the finals. No, 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 no. He did. No, he did not, Donnie. What the fuck are you talking about? I mean, they, they weren't. I do go remember ahead, saying ahead. that last year, but this year they they regressed. Last year they went to the finals. This year they lost in the second round. So, all right. So let me. So do you think that they'll be in the finals next year? No. Okay, all right. That's what I was asking. No, you know why? Because the Warriors. I, I'm gonna. I, I, you know, I'll say my prediction for the fourth quarter. Because the the, the Suns had the best record in the NBA, right? And yet they lost to a team that they had no business losing to. Yeah, they they. And and, I, and, and at I love, one point the, the score was, <laughs> what was it? Twenty seven and Luka Doncic had twenty seven. That's what, what I'm saying. Was, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. You, can't come, you can't come back from that. Plus, DeAndre A is set to be a free agent. JaVale McGee is going to be a free agent. Oh, he's That's supposed it. to sign his uh, Supermax, right? Yeah, yeah <clears> that's <throat> it. And plus, eight of them get no burn in, in game seven. So, basically, like, you basically yeah, you can't come. You, you can't come to the table with nothing. That, that team is not going to be – and Chris Paul going to be another year older. Like, no. That, they blew their – their opportunity last year. So you think they're breaking it up? They're not. I don't think they're gonna break it up, but they're not. They're not gonna come close. Okay. So close. so who do you see on the uh, the Phoenix Suns next year? What's your starting five? Book no, CP three. Book mm-hmm. Macau Bridges. One to three is already set. Okay. Four. You got Cam. Well, Cam Johnson's a six man. That man lost his. <laughs> But maybe Dario Saric is still around. That dude needs to come back to Philly. Fuck that. Center position, I think A and go someplace else. Where do you see him going? Dallas Mavericks. I think that'll be I think Dallas would be the would be a good landing spot for him. Him with Luca that with that two man game, that would be something special. That'd be something special. Either I, I might prefer Miles Turner over DeAndre Ayton, but I think DeAndre Ayton, he's not going to be a Phoenix Sun next year. Ain't no way. Because, for one, they should have paid him last year. They didn't. This season, his performance in the playoffs was not as good as the previous That's season. probably why they held so, off paying him. So why are you going to pay him now? So he's definitely out of it. So I think there's, we saw JaVale McGee, though. So JaVale McGee will play the center. You know, so. Because in the NBA, there's only, like, how many true centers in the NBA? And B Jokic, and that's base. That's probably it. It's, it's a yeah. league, you know. Everybody yeah. else is just like you know, just um, de- like paint loggers, you know. So that's just about it. So I think this this Phoenix Suns team kind of reminds me of the 1992-93 Phoenix Suns. The team that had Charles Barkley. They lost to the Bulls in the finals, but they kept hovering around. But they never got back. They never uh, got back. Okay. And uh, Barkley, he was towards like the latter end of his career when he got to Phoenix. Not quite over the hill. He was the MVP that season in '93, but um, he was getting oh, he's he's in his 30s, so he's getting past his prime. Down slide, yeah. Yes, yeah, same with Chris Paul. So it's kind of like it's funny how history repeats itself. And it's just about 20 years later. You gotta love history. No, 30, 30 years later. Excuse me, thirty years later. So it's funny how like history just repeats itself. So I think it's over. I don't think Chris. I think Chris Paul's best chance to win a championship was actually in, in retrospect, it's gonna be last year's last season's final against the Bucks. This season they had a good shot, 
they could have been a lot of any perfectly for them. New Orleans in the first round, no Zion Williamson, but that team they gave him a rough any money. My Mavericks, I thought we was gonna get gentlemen swept, losing like five games. We ended up yeah. winning the series. We ended up playing Golden State. They would play Golden State in the conference final. They match up pretty well against Golden State, as it is. So Texas, but if they would lost that series, okay, it's Golden State, you know, but they could have won that. And then you get to the final, you play who? Miami or Boston? That's they they should this was the this was another good opportunity to win a championship. But last year, they, they should have got it done. They didn't this season. They should at least got to the conference finals. That was my expectation. That didn't happen. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a wrap. It's a wrap at this point. And Chris Paul, you know what? You are who I, you are who I always said you were. They're overrated. Amen. You know, I, I'm going to stop saying overrated. I'm going I'm to stop saying overrated. Because at this point, he's exactly who he's always been. Great regular season player, but always choking the playoffs. That's just who he is. That's that's most players. I mean, they just never consent to that. But most players do not get the benefit of the doubt like Chris Paul does. He gets the benefit of the doubt a lot. I I think only one person. Hmm. Russell Westbrook hasn't won shit. I saw MVPs and, and got triple doubles, but the media is harder on Russell Westbrook than they are on Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah. They they crucified this man. This and Russell season. and Russell Westbrook basically in the second half last season with the Wizards, he literally dragged that team to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. You know, so but Damian Litter, another one. Even though Dave does not really get criticized too much, but People yeah, that like, man never really takes heat. Yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, Chris Paul is always the one that gets that saving grace for not being a winner. When you have Carmelo Anthony who got heat, Russ is getting heat. You know, people every now and then come down on Paul George. Um, AI guy never really got heat. Well, yeah, because AI was a little guy. You know, you know, what I'm saying like, and plus, but he won the Giants. Yeah, going against Giants and plus like they that game won in two thousand one against the Lakers, they won that. You know, he basically he balled out and he's basically by himself. AI never played with the talent that Chris yeah. Paul played with throughout his career. Chris <laughs> Paul has played with Hall of Famers. That's he had AI, great that's, teams. That's next player was probably Aaron McKee. Or no, uh, the, no, the Kebe Matumbo. Kebe Matumbo, yeah. Samuel Dallenberry yeah. was okay. Yeah, he's all right. And then, and then AI got Chris Webber towards the end of C. Wells career. That was a, a, a rapper. He got to Denver. He got Carmelo Anthony. But, you know, Melo, you know. But Melo's another one. Yeah. Yeah, but Melo's another But Chris Paul, he always gets his reputation for being this great leader and this winner. He's a great regular season player. I remember the bubble season with OKC. Nobody expected that team to get to the players, but they made it. I give him that. I give him that. But there was no expectations with that team. Every time there's expectations, the expectations of Houston, Wilmer Harden, who was MVP, didn't get it done because he had a bad hammy and shit. And, and <laughs> it, it Harden played well, damn so, but still, that Chris that was probably their their best opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Chris Paul's supposed to be the point guard though. Here in Phoenix, you basically have two back to back great winning seasons, and then this season you lose to. A, to the 90, 95 overall superstar and a whole bunch of players in the low 80s and, and like in the 70 overalls. It makes no yeah. fucking sense. And we're they talking 2K. Just and we're talking 2K. Yeah, they choke. But you know what? This is par for the course. Cause it always happens. And that's all I'm going to say about Chris Paul. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. I hope that everybody, I hope everybody wakes up and realize that, you know, this man is not who, he, who y'all think he is. Stop giving him I, all I this I think credit. a lot of people realize that, um, but they just they just tend to overlook it because of his – he's already cemented himself in a Hall of Fame. I think we can both agree with that. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer, but he's not better than now Magic. We're, now we're – yeah, now we're just chasing that ring. He's not better than Magic. He's not better than Isaiah Lord Thomas. He's not better than John Stockton. Cause he Stockton bits of back to back finals. He just lost to MJ. Ain't nothing you could do about that. Yeah, it's MJ. <laughs> he ain't better than Steph Curry. He ain't better than Oscar Robertson. 
I, I might go on and say he ain't even better than Gary Payton. So that'll probably put Chris Paul realistically, he'll probably Ten. be seven, seven all time in regards to point guards. All time. And I might struggle with that because you also got Walt Cloud Frazier who won two rings with the Knicks. And, and Walt Cloud, everybody always think about him with his, his outfits. It, it, I was allowed to see Walt Cloud Frazier play, but just going. He was the first Westbrook, they say. No, Oscar In, in terms of. Um, in terms fashion. of fashion, yeah, but Oscar Robinson was the first bus for it. It's like yeah, you know, yeah. doubles and shit. But Chris Paul realistically probably like cover around that seventh or eighth spot in regards to point guard. So I'll give his credit there. I'll give it not bad. Actually, why put Jason Kidd? Why put Jason Kidd Steve Nash over him? Yeah, I'm gonna put Steve Nash over Chris Paul. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Because these two guys went to, like, you know, he, he ain't go to the finals, but he did the most with what he had at Phoenix. He got to the conference finals or two. And then Jason Kidd, he won a ring. And Jason Kidd, I think, has a higher IQ because he always used to make the right plays and all. And he led the New Jersey. He put the Nets on the map. So I'll say, yeah, realistically, Chris Paul is probably the 10th greatest point guard of all time. I, I I wouldn't necessarily put Steve Nash over Chris Paul, but yeah, it could go either way. Um, just looking at his resume, regular season accolades and all that, nothing really stands out. I mean, what eight-time eight, eight All-Star, um, Steve Nash, uh, three-time first NBA. Two times second All NBA, two time third All NBA, um, five two time, time league MVP, two time league MVP, um, five time assist leader, same uh, same uh, leader stats as um, Chris Paul, um, a ring of honor. Not exactly sure what that is, but that's from this Phoenix Suns. Ring of honor is when your jersey gets retired, bro. Oh, so why did they? Okay. That's that's weird. <laughs> Never heard it like spelled out like that. Um. Oh, yeah. Uh. Two two time NBA. No, two time MVP. FIBA America Cup. I don't know what the fuck that is, but but you see, <laughs> Steve, but you see, Steve Dash's resume is is is, is it's similar to to Chris Paul. The only thing Steve Nash doesn't have is the defense capabilities. Um, and yeah, oh, the sweet. defense capabilities. Because um, Chris Paul was six time uh, steals leader and um, I think two time. You know, all right, all right. You know what? I'll be fair. I'll, I'll put Chris Paul ahead of Steve Dash. I'll put him ahead of Steve Dash. Yeah, but other than that, I don't see nothing wrong with your list. Yeah. But, um, that's my prediction in regards to Chris Paul. I don't think Chris Paul is going to sniff another championship. I think he's going to retire as one of those all-time greats that failed to win the big one. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's still a great list of players. Yeah. You You're still Charles, in the Hall of Fame. You got Charles Barkley, mm-hmm. Patrick Ewing, Allen Iverson, yep. Reggie Miller, Dominique Wilkins. <laughs> great company. Like <laughs> Great company. Great players, bro. Carl Malone, John Stockton. You know, like these are all time greats, but they're not. Unfortunately, they just could not reach the pinnacle. But it happens Chris, sometimes. But mostly because they ran into a better competition. You could make yeah. the argument that Paul ran into better competition, but he should have won it with the Clippers. He had multiple opportunities. He had multiple opportunities on some great teams. On some great teams. And last year was perfect for him. Eddie Davis got hurt, so basically LeBron ain't running the West. All the all big that. stars were out. All the big stars were uh, Giannis. And he was basically – he wasn't 100%. Yeah, he was like playing with an injury, right? Yeah, like his calf or uh, kidney or something like that. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. But he's, he dug it out. He got finals MVP. I'll agree with you. His perfect shot was last year. <laughs> might just all be downhill. He might just be playing just because he loves the game. Yeah, he he, he got to be on that Carmelo Anthony tip at this point now. Now he's just playing for the love of the game. But yeah, so, so that's my prediction on Chris Paul. But speaking of predictions, let's get to our last segment of the show, the fourth quarter. But before we get into that, ladies and gentlemen, 
we have reached we're about to reach the 45 minute mark on this episode so if you have enjoyed this episode thus far the big three was at full effect say but you know what hey you know we're only two-thirds with the crew but we still you know we feel like we gave y'all we can still pull off the dynamic duo exactly we, we like Shaq and Kobe Jordan and Pippen and all that or Shaq, right? huh are you Shaq I'm Kobe uh, whoa whoa how you just gonna claim Kobe why why should I claim Shaq why should I don't know Shaq? I feel like I I have that killer mentality More than you. Oh, you know what? I, I like your confidence. I like your confidence. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna share that because you know what? That's actually a good thing that you that you're confident that you know your worth and your potential. But um, I I'm not gonna say you're wrong. I, I'm just gonna say I like your confidence, but I know it me. won't move on. Right. I know me, and I know there's not many that can match me. <laughs> so I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you definitely, you definitely got, you definitely got it. Like you're not far off, bro. You're not far. Off. That's why I said Shaq and Kobe, and not Kobe and Pau Gasol. Okay, I mean, I, I'll take uh, Shaq. You know, I can't shoot free throws in real life either way. So I, I was always an inside man. You know, laying it up the AI and shit like that. That's Never why you're shoot. Shaq, bro. Because Shaq <laughs> is an inside man. <laughs> Yeah, and if we're talking Jordan Pippen, you're, you're obviously Pippen. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, ladies and gentlemen, we have to. Well, we're definitely past forty five minute mark now. So if you've enjoyed this episode so far, please hit that like button, hit that share button, subscribe to the channel. If you're new, join the Tuck family. We also have some other great content. Tuck Talk will be back this Sunday, guys. Well, I definitely got some stuff to get on my chest. Your boy has to heal. <laughs> Also, situations, but I'm good. So, this ready man to get been back. playing Drake 24 7. Nah, I don't, I don't fuck with Drake like that. Oh. <laughs> I don't blame you. I've been on my, my Brent Fayas Fayaz flow. Brent Fayaz. Oh, Trap Soul, right? No, that's Bryce. No, that's Bryce I, I, I think I know who Brent Fayas is. Um, he's with Daniel Caesar, right? The association. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know they make music together and all that, but I know I don't. who I know who he is. I just don't know his um his face, but I, I've seen his his name. Yeah, he, he has like a whole bunch of tattoos and shit and all that. But I bet on that flow. But um also if you audio only, you can find us on Spotify, iHeart. I thought um, she was gonna say OnlyFans. <laughs> I mean I the said, way the no, way you started out, you said only. <laughs> I'm like, wait, we want OnlyFans? Not yet. <laughs> not yet. I, I'm not against it. I'm not against it. Oh, hell no. All these women out here getting money? Shit. You got to get it back every other way you can. Pandora and all that shit. So you find us on your audio platform. We're on every audio platform except for... Apple Podcast because uh, they just be they be bullshit, but leave, give us five stars all that good shit. We definitely appreciate it. That'll help me to sell the show, the advertisers and all that, so know that y'all fucking with us and our content and all that good shit. Yeah, we're now, going three K daily. All right, follow yeah. us. Be big. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But now that we got that out the way, let's get into the fourth quarter. So conference final begins tonight. Well, at the conclusion of this episode, game one, where we've already been played. Oh, it looks like we got no. Just in time for um, the fourth quarter. <laughs> now, as I was saying about no, oh, shit, he in? Uh, wow. wow. Is this, I feel like James Harden. I feel like Kyrie. I feel like Kyrie right now. I really feel oh like Kyrie. I don't appreciate it, guys. Oh my god. You said you feel like Kyrie. Oh my god. But yeah, man, we're about to get into the fourth quarter and we make our prediction for the conference finals. And we know you're the third eye, bro. So, been, so. you know, you know, you'd be hitting on these. It, it, yeah, his shit do be hitting, yo. 
You know, we go advertise. We go. We go. We go advertise. Know what that parlay do? So no, I'm gonna let you. Yeah. Like, help niggas make money out here and shit. That we can advertise that. Eastern Conference Finals, as I was saying, Eastern Conference Finals kicks off tonight. But by the time this episode concludes, game one where already been played. But Celtics Heat, who you guys got for the Eastern Conference Finals? I saw what you know. So you just hopped in. Um, who's gonna win? Yeah, well, who I want to win is Miami Heat. So do it that whatever you may. But I feel like Boston, especially Jason Tatum, I think has a lot more to prove than Jimmy Butler does. And with that being said, I feel like he's gonna want Jimmy Butler. Now I could be wrong because Jimmy Butler's a dog, but. I feel like Boston has a lot of lot to prove right now. So, so Boston, Boston, how many games? Oh no, I, I get Boston in. I feel like I get Boston in seven. I feel like it's gonna go to seven games because Miami's not going down out of fight. Mm-hmm. Okay. What say you, Don? I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna ride with Jimmy Butler. Because <laughs> both my teams are on the oh, conference finals, and then you want to hate. I, I hate it on Chris. Well, I always that say hate it on Chris. Hey, I, I told the truth about Chris. Paul. Already. I told oh, the yeah, truth yeah, about Chris. <laughs> I told the truth about that. Nigga. Oh, but, um, man, I, no, I'm, I'm riding with uh, Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy Butler, uh, Heat and seven. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with no. I'm gonna say Celtics is seven. So moving on, we got the Western Conference Finals featuring my second team, which is my primary team, the Dallas Mavericks. Don't hate (sighs) me. I got I got fifty percent chance of winning of my team win the NBA. Yo, in the chat, let me know if you have two teams. I, I just want to know how unusual that is, yo. <laughs> he said, it's not unusual chat, about it. Like <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing unusual about that. It's not. It's not like I have two teams of the same. Bro, team. where were you born? Where were you born? Andrew Real? Grove. Wait, what? What the hell? <laughs> That ain't no New York. That's upstate, nigga. That's nah, nigga. That, I'm that pretty was... sure that's where the Power Rangers are from. Zordon. Zordon. That's how I know you are as old as I am, nigga. <laughs> I was like, Angel Grove. Wait, I know that place. Don't don't ever try to play me as an old head, nigga. You know about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I know that upstate New York. Hold on. <laughs> Wrong with the mighty Morphin Power Rangers, nigga. I know what I mean. <laughs> no, I prefer Mystic Force. You know, shout out. Man, anybody know Power Rangers space was the best one. They should slap, bro. Power Rangers slap. But uh, Western Conference Finals, we got Warriors, Mavericks. I bet against Dallas and against the Phoenix Suns. I was wrong to do so, though. No, Chris Paul, he always choked. I should have known better. But um, I'm gonna go with Warriors at six. That's gonna be my prediction. So I'm saying uh, pendant injuries. I don't know how that uh that series is gonna go, but um, it just seems like uh the Warriors are suffering a lot of injuries. So, what say you know? Nah, hey, you already know what we're talking about. Warrior, warrior, war. I feel like Warriors taking in six. That's just my. All right, so. So we are in agreement on that, but um, I hope that by me basically ruling against my team because I'm, I'm realistic. I'm not a homer. I'm not gonna be like Donnie and basically. Uh, oh, like we're no, gonna uh, fake, fake. <clears throat> I root for my team day in, day out, twenty four seven, three sixty five. I root. I, 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 These team colors too. don't run. These colors don't run. All right. I root. I root for my team too, but no, I obviously not. Obviously I, not. I'll be in a I'm I'm being a journalist, not a fan right now. Oh, okay. I'll be, I'll be in, a, okay. It's I have to showcase those type of integrity. Dude. I can't say the Mavericks. Is going to, I want the Mavericks. I feel like 
No, your city comes I first. Think... Fuck that integrity. Damn. I don't live in Dallas. I feel like these playoffs, I feel like with these Eastern and Western Conference finals, I feel like regardless of who wins the finals, it's going to be good either way. I think that's how I'm looking at these playoffs. Mm-hmm. Just like no matter what happens, like if Jason Tatum wins, Buddy's like what, 23, 24, wins his first championship. Lucas, 23, you know, wins his first championship. Jimmy Butler gets his first ring. Clay gets his fourth ring. Like, no matter what happens during these playoffs, like, it's yeah. really gonna be great. It's gonna be great basketball to watch. It's a good. It's a good story, regardless. Yeah, I don't hate nobody. Yeah. Uh, in the in the finals, cool with everybody. Yeah. All right. One last one last question yeah. for you guys because because we know Dottie is getting dark. That means the Drew chases are after you. But what do everybody think about Patrick Beverly? Um, and then um, being an analyst over the past two days, can you been causing a, a lot of ru- a lot of ruckus Ooh. views? Like, just, just give me five. Give me five, coach. I, 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 hey, this, this is directly at Pat Beverly, bro. This is directly oh, at Pat Beverly. I'm gonna give you. Five, I'm gonna give you five minutes. I'm good. Pat Beverly, Patrick, man. Stick. I can't even say stick to basketball because, bro, you're not averaging double digits in the regular season. I can't even stick to basketball. Oh shit! This is why niggas go to school for journalism. Me and them. Stick to what you do best and be in the past, my guy. Listen, Matt Barnes said it best. You, you're a role player. You know your role. When He's a role player. Really? That's what Matt. Matt I just said Matt, Matt Barnes said. How's a role player called another role player a role player? Hey, but listen, my thing is that's like a virgin like calling another virgin a virgin. Like that shit makes hey, no sense. But listen, but Patrick Beverly, my thing is like, who are you, Chris Paul? You may hate Chris Paul. But mm-hmm. Chris, Paul. Chris Paul is going to the Hall of Fame. He is. Hate him or love him. Chris Paul going to the Hall of Fame. In my book, he is. And a lot of players' book, he is. Patrick Beverly not going to the Hall of Fame. For what? For That's true. <laughs> For what? You have to understand, people, Pat Beverly is that old head of LA Fitness that can't hoop but just be starting shit. That's what Pat Beverly is. That's true. He's that so true. He's going to make one or two. He's going to start yelling at niggas. That's what Pat <laughs> Beverly is. So, like when they uh, won the playoffs. <laughs> exactly. So, Patrick Beverly, leave the journalists. And the analyzing to the journalists and the analyzers and the players that actually care about it. Damn. Jay, they run up there with that. a white tee and some jeans. <laughs> Jay, I, hey, Jay, they, but, hey, I'm, I don't know. Jay, Jay, they want to run a favorite. I don't give it. Listen, JJ Reddick, I don't say this a lot about white people, but JJ Reddick got his black card. Like, I know it's a fake, but bro, JJ Reddick, I would have. Ready, bro. We could trade him for Patrick Beverly any day. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that trade. So, yeah, yeah, Patrick Beverly. That, that who's, who's worse, so. Patrick Beverly or Kendrick Perkins? It's got to be Patrick Beverly. Kendrick Perkins. What? Oh, who's worse? Oh, Patrick Beverly. Yeah, worse. Patrick Beverly. <laughs> I, I, I was like, who's going to win a fight? I was like, Kendrick Perkins. Because at least say what you want about Pat Bev, but at least Pat Bev actually contributes. To to the like he has an impact on the game. Kendrick Perkins does have have an impact on what he played. Outside that twenty ten finals that he got hurt in, he really had no impact on the game whatsoever. And, he, and he's a walking meme. Like KD yeah, is always right. roasting that nigga. No, at least Pat Bev, like Pat Bev, any yeah, given that he could he could go he could go off for twenty points if need be. He can't do that. Mm. And, and he could lock you down defensively. He even said. With the case down to the defensive one shares, he basically said that that basically like the way the and because um Don you're a stats guy, he basically said like with the defensive win shares, like his numbers exceed Giannis, what basically means that okay, like when he's guarding you, it's like Giannis is guarding you. So he basically said he's the best defender in the world. I disagree with that. I think Draymond Green is the best defender in the NBA, and then Marcus Smart and Mikhail Bridges. You can flip the order in Giannis as well. You can put him up there, but um Pat Bev, he he's a dog. He's a dog, and he gets under your skin. 
He does it as a player. He's clearly doing it as an analyst. And I think he's needed on ESPN. So he's not needed. He's needed. Because they, they already have a they already have a Stephen A. Yeah, exactly. No, Stephen A Stephen A did not play. See, they did not play the game. ESPN is a little bit too corporate, a little too burnt out. That's why everybody loves inside the NBA because they have fun. They don't take themselves too seriously. ESPN takes themselves way too Disney, seriously. So what do you expect? They connected to Disney. What do you expect? They, they got to be. But they take themselves way too serious. Okay, TNT is connected to Warner. No, I, I think uh, I, I think uh, JJ Reddick was just what ESPN needed. Yeah, JJ Reddick. He, JJ, Reddick JJ, is, JJ is not one of these button up. These button up dudes that basically, but he like, played the game. Properly. Okay, he played, and he was probably one of the most hated white dudes on that Duke team. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, he was. He definitely was. So yeah, like, like JJ Reddick. I think JJ Reddick. Like, if you want to be an ex-player analyst, that JJ Reddick is one of the good ones where he has a good objective criticism. But it like I don't know about that. I don't know about that because he basically shit on players from back in the day. Basically, say that players from back in the day could not play in this era. I but mean, I mean, I mean could we could flip I mean, that and we'll say it the other way. But that's the old head coming out because I don't think some any defender in the in the eighties is guarding KD like that. The niggas were shooting. Oh yes, they are. Like, yes, they are. That is Robert could guard KD. I'm sure. But are, are we are we talking about using Sidney Moncrie could guard KD? Are we talking about using the eighties files and rules. And no, this game, if exactly, so KD won't KD won't survive playing in the eighties. I'm telling y'all. But but see but see your changes. JJ Reddick said no no old defender can guard right now right now. No, yes, no. that is Robert could guard today. KD seven foot wingspan Sydney, athleticism and a jump shot. No, I'm Alvin sorry. Alvin Robertson Sidney Moncrief they could guard the the players the elite scores of today. Michael Michael Cooper could guard the elite son today. Charles Oakley could guard the elite Michael Jordan back then was peak athleticism. Not saying that we have multiple Michael Jordans, but the athleticism now is much more on par or up there or above average than it was back then. I mean, Luka, not Luka. I feel like Devin Booker can drop somebody off in the 80s just off of athleticism alone. For sure, and there's some place in the age that could drop Devin Booker. Who? Bernard King. I I've got name MJ. Bernard King could do it. George Gerber could do it. Dominique could do it. Larry Bird could do it. Isaiah Thomas could do it. We talk about dropping off like, oh, Cuz gonna get one more. Cuz giving you fifteen. Yes, anybody that name could do it, and I even I even say MJ yet. I respect that because I ain't never watched Knicks play. So I respect that. Yeah, I, I think that's a good place to end it. <laughs> yeah, I respect that because, like, again, being a young kid, unless you watch film, is vastly different. My generation, we grew up watching LeBron, Kobe, etc. Michael Jordan, just because our dads watched Michael Jordan. Damn, you even miss T Mac. <laughs> this man no miss prime T Mac. Yeah. <laughs> no T Mac, no Vince Carter in his prime. That's a lot. T Mac? Yeah. T Mac, I mean, you can say Penny Hardwick could drop some niggas off, but before the injury, Penny yep. Hardaway could drop some niggas over. Oh, yeah, for sure. Before the injury, Penny Hardaway was supposed to be the next Magic Johnson. Before the injury. He was like, what, 6'9"? Had handles, athletic, could pass, yeah. score. Yeah, he was that dude. But, yeah, man, that basically concludes this week's edition of the Alabama Podcast. But before we get up out of here, let's plug ourselves on the way out. Let everybody know where you can find you on social media, all that good shit. Let's start with you, no? Uh, you can find me at the No Austin on everything Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, TikTok, Tumblr, LinkedIn, whatever. Snapchat? Go crazy. Uh, Snapchat. <laughs> yes, Snapchat. Oh, still. Shit. Um, and again, your boy, not on vacation, but your boy kind of taking it, taking it. We chilling for a little bit. Still looking for jobs. 
but we chilling for right now. <laughs> we we chilling. So yeah. Did you get uh this is this kind of personal and all that, but um fuck it. Did you get that um the letter that I sent you? Yeah, I did. It was it was dope. He had gave me like the head and everything. I was like, oh great. I mean it looks so special guys. Yeah. Mr. Donnie. Let anybody know good find you. Oh, uh, you can find me on my let's see let's see you remember what time you work tonight. Let's see. <laughs> Cause you I had to look me. out for you last week. You can find me on my socials down below. Um you can follow my radio broadcast, uh Distorted Records with Donnie on live ninety five autos.com. Uh, weeknights 11, thir- uh, 11 p.m. to uh, 2 a.m. And I thought it was three. What did I say? Two? <laughs> Damn, got him. Look, bro. <laughs> I clock in. Better than you, bro. And look, because I'm tired, bro. I'll be working shit. I also got a, I got the, uh, the, I went to the spring Philadelphia Film Festival. I got the review coming up. Um, sad to say, sad to say, <laughs> I did not get my credentials for something in the water. So, whoever runs that festival, um, you know what? I'm not even going to burn bridges. <laughs> yeah, don't even do I'm it. Just gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to say, I'll, I, do it for you. I'll, I'll do appreciate it for your you. response. Whoever um, runs that festival, fuck you. Because how we do the Philadelphia Film Festival, we did Afropunk. We did Comic Con. We did mad shit. We can't get into your little indie shit. Fuck out of here. Yeah, that's I said it for you. I said it for you. You heard what mattered. And the only reason why we didn't get to the BT was because I missed out on the email that confirmed that I, I was free to go. So, fuck out of here. Yeah, so, uh, yeah I, I got a couple other things coming up. So, stay tuned. I mean, Speaking of BC Awards, I did see they, they still record some press releases. Liddell, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Donnie. You trying to take a trip to LA? <laughs> shit, you ain't got to tell me shit, bro. I, I'm free to do all that shit now. I ain't got no time. Oh, we lit. Let's go. The trio. The trio. Out of bounds. Oh, we got a live podcast. I ain't got no time to be down there. Hey, out of bounds, LA edition. Yeah, as for me, you know, Ladella Fashion East, so I'm about to take a social media break and all that, get into my cocoon, come back a brand new person, all that rebrand. <laughs> so, so you're not posting uh murals anymore? Wow, nah. wow, wow. Well, I feel like you coming for me when you said that. Shit. Like, ain't I felt I felt, I felt some passive aggressive energy with that, but you know, I, I was cool. concerned about your well being. I ain't see the inspiring uh, the, the artwork anymore. I mean, bro, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I gotta lay low for a minute, man. Like, it's, it's, oh, I, I heard about the situation. Okay, I gotta lay low for a minute, but you know what? It's all good. I'm gonna come back better than ever. New image, new all that. So we about to take over the summer. Just best believe that. All right, and Grand Media Productions. Shout yes, sir. Grand Media Productions. That's my company. We coming out with some bangers this summer. Got some big things on the horizon. Also, we're out of bounds. We're going to take that global, do some things with that and everything. So just stay tuned for the takeover, ladies and gents. That's all I got to say. And Hail Hydra. We, 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 we oh, my love. God. We love black <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. I thought Dyer was going to say we love black women. You disappointed me, bro. You don't love <laughs> yeah, black I mean, women. We, uh-huh. First of all, I'm my own <laughs>